This is Educated and Empowered. just now tuning in we're talking about defining success and when I first came on I talked about how I truly believe in me that the way you define success it changes over the years it changes based upon you know as you get older your age and it changes based upon your experiences and I don't and when I'm saying that I don't mean that you dummy down your definition so in other words i'm not saying that okay you think success is graduating until you don't graduate now all of a sudden you change no 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 that's not what i mean i mean you can say that success for you is graduating and you graduate but then you realize that maybe there was something else maybe is more to it and the guru warrior who came on as a guest, she kind of alluded to it. Like a lot of times humans, I believe, uh, associate success with financial gain. So I'm successful if I have a big office. I'm successful if I'm making $100,000 a year. I'm successful if I have, you know, a mansion, if I have the most expensive car, if I have multiple cars, if I have all the types of shoes, then we, we, we associate materialism as success. But I really believe the older that you get, and especially when life happens to you. And so what do I mean by that? Whether it means that you've lost some things, um, whether it means that you almost lost your life, whether it means that, um, you know, you may have lost a loved one. I think as you actually survive through some things, then the way that you that you define success, I believe that it definitively changes now, um, Guru, right out, oh, Guru Warrior, I'm going to ask you just hold on for one moment because I want to just keep going uh, through this. But I do appreciate everyone who is listening. And so we have to understand, again, when we're talking about success, success, I let's, let's, let's stop and let me go through this and say this. I did a project earlier this year that was called Being a Black Man is Harder Than You Think. And as you all are listening to me, you understand that and you can hear that I'm not a man. I am a black woman, but I am not a man. Um, but in this project, I was really, this is coming after the wake of everything that happened with George Floyd and so much that was going on in the African American community with our black men constantly being shot, constantly being killed by the police and nothing seemingly being done. And so I, I did a project where I wanted to get in the minds of black men. And so I interviewed 28 different black men from the ages of 30 to 70 years old all I think it was across like 12 or 13 different states and there were 28 questions that I asked them because this was to be released um during black history month and so this was kind of the whole purpose of this project was really to look at black men 
from the inside, like like uh, psychologically being able to understand their mindset and how they process and the hypothesis being, you know, it, it does the fact that they're they're all black is that somehow going to 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 define their answer or will their ages and their professions and where in where they live in the world will that more so shape their their experiences and their lifestyle and what i really found was that they all had similar stories. I mean, the 30-year-old and the 70-year-old really shared some of the same experiences and many, and they were not in the same room. They didn't even know who all were being interviewed until after the interview was over. But the point is that there was a portion uh, in the there was a portion in the interview questions where we talked about success and where I asked them about success. And do you know that not one of those men from 30 to 70, not one of them defined success based upon material wealth. And I mean, there was a variety of people in terms of um, financial status that was here, like a part, some of the men that I interviewed, one of them, matter of fact, two of them were millionaires. Um, a, 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 a few of them, I, I want to say a few of them made um, over, you know, six figures. So this was not that the people were saying that money wasn't important because they didn't have any money. No, these were people. So what, regardless of their financial status, they all said that success is not defined by material wealth. And I think that, you know, that's something that we really need to instill in our youth at a very early age, right? So whether it's the young people that we have direct access to or just as a generic society, we really need to reinforce the notion that while you are, you know, they're running around killing people, trying to get these shoes and taking people's cars. And, and at the end of the day, you're losing your life, whether you are, whether that means that you're getting sentenced to life in jail or lethal injection, or somebody is coming back and killing you to retaliate, or at the very least you're losing years because you're getting sentenced to jail. And so you're for material wealth that is going to not be here within the next five years. What is trendy now, the trends change like the wind, but we're, we're chasing as a society. We almost train our children to chase material goods when the reality is that that actually has absolutely nothing to do with true success. So we'll bring Google, Google Roy back one more time um, to give her remarks on defining success. Go ahead, Ms. Uh, Google Roy. Thank you. Um, I can't see my screen right now. Um, I don't have my glasses on and my dog ran out the door. Uh, she very sensitive 
to shadows and sounds and stuff like that. Okay. Did you want so to? She do, ran out the did door. you want to talk about? No, the I'm okay. I'm back. Um, defining success. Your question was again. I'm sorry. I heard half of it. Um, but can you? I, I didn't necessarily ask a question. I thought that you were coming back on to make a comment. Oh, definitely. Okay. I love your show. I appreciate it. Um, for people who need to understand, you know, um, what are the worst conditions that Americans have is hoarding things. Buying things that are not necessary. Mm -hmm. So what happens is is you don't have the correct amount of G. Mm -hmm. So when things are cluttered and not centered, like your bed is facing north and everything is balanced in your room, then the G flow is off. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even if you walk with shoes in your house, you should never do that because you need to feel the vibrations of the earth and, you know, all the magnetic waves that go through your body. So you can see and hear the real world that's around you, not the story and the noise they tell you, mm-hmm. but what's real. So I've been able to do that since I was a kid. So, you know, I finally figured out what I was doing and I didn't even know it. I had to ask. And I grew up in a very Catholic environment. I loved the Lord. I loved Jesus. I don't worship Satan, but I'm like Jesus talking to his apostle and his apostle goes, hey, Lord, Will there ever be other, you know, prophets or, you know, people who just know certain things in your life? And Jesus said, you'll know when you meet that person. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. Simple answer. Mm -hmm. And you can read it however you want, but that's what it means. Absolutely. That's who I am. I don't ask for money. I don't ask for anything. I'm just, I blurt it out when I meet people, they get upset, you know, but then they think about it and they're like, whoa, it's just prophesied to. I got the answer to my question, you know, but while I'm talking to you, you think I'm a crazy, whacked out, drunk, high person. But you got me, right, though? Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is one of the reasons why it is so critical that we don't judge because you don't, you never know who it is that you're dealing with. And the Bible always says that you could be entertaining the angel unawares. And so I want to thank you again so much for coming back on. And I'm just going to. Oh, you're so welcome. Absolutely. I feel like I need to bless you. Like there's somebody yelling and tapping me on the shoulder there were some like really p- powerful, purpley, pig smelling perfume, like to my right, whispering stuff in my ear to you. Wow. Kind of weird. Wow. So, 
I'm just like that. I'm in tune. Mm -hmm. I've always been like that. And they put me in all kinds of mental institutions and stuff. And, you know, like if you lived in New York and you walked past a bum and they just scream something out and you're like, ooh, you know, you could feel it rush from the bottom of your feet to the tips of your hair. If you guys are just tuning in, what I've been doing, we're defining success. We're talking about how we're talking about a couple of things. We've been talking about how success has been defined for us versus getting to a place where you define success for yourself. And so, again, if you are not already following me on social media, feel free to do so, whether it be uh, here on, on Wisdom, on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, Clubhouse, or um what did I miss? I missed one of them, y'all, but it's eight of them. So I'm there. If you own any main form of, of, of social media, I am there and you can find me at my name is Tennille. And I also encourage you guys to go to anchor.fm and subscribe to my educated and empowered podcast. It's only $3.99 every month, and that's a way that you can help to continue supporting um, what it is that I do with, with this podcast and helping to encourage others. And so jumping back into it, we were transitioning um, because what I was saying for the first half of this podcast has been how, um, as when we are younger, those who have authority over us, they typically, and again, not necessarily maliciously so, but they typically shape our lives for us. They're letting us know this is what you should do. And there's always something else that's coming next. It's like a never ending cycle of what you're striving for. And whereas, no, I do not feel that is wrong to have something that you are working toward, right? I think that in order um, to to get anywhere in life, you do have to have something that you're working toward. So that is very true. However, I believe that we put the emphasis on the wrong things. And I think that so many times it takes actually losing things and losing people before you are able to see what really is important. So as an example, you know, you'll hear about people who had near-death experiences and these people could have been millionaires or, you know, they could have been working this job, being a CEO of a corporation. And many times when you have a near-death experience, it totally changes how you look at things and the things that you value, the things that you appreciate, and you realize, oh my goodness, I've been spending all of my time because at the end of the day, you can always replace money, but you can never replace time. And so, so many times we are always uh, trying to get the next thing and, and you're losing, you're, you're losing your life you are you know it's five years 10 years 20 years and you look up and you're steadily working toward the same thing and no matter how many things you do and how much stuff you gain you're still 
you, there's still a void that you feel because the true meaning of life, uh, what it actually means to being successful has nothing to do with stuff. <laughs> and it's like if if we could start off, as I was saying before, if we could start out teaching our young people, teaching this society that's coming up, the not just the millennials, but that generation and two that's behind the millennials to understand that the secret to life, if you will, has nothing to do with stuff. I really believe that crime rate would drop because so many people, they are stealing, they are killing because they are trying to accumulate stuff. But one of the, and, and, and I'm not trying to be morbid when I say this, one of the ways that you really know that success is not measured in stuff is because you look at how many celebrities have killed themselves. How many people who were millionaires took their lives. So if it was just as simple as once I obtain stuff, once I have all of these different positions and titles, now that means that I have all of this success. Then once you garner that stuff, then shouldn't by your own definition of if stuff is how you define success, Shouldn't you then at some point be happy? But the issue is that you're always striving for more. So even after you get your, you're working all of this time, try to get your first million. Once you get your first million, now you're trying to get your second million. Once you get your second million, now you want to try to get a billion. Once you get a billion, and that's whether you're talking about uh, jobs, whether you're talking about money, whether you're talking about followers, no matter how much you get, you're always trying to get more and the bible says it's not money that's the root of evil but it is the love of money that's the root of evil because that is going to get you to a place where you don't care what you do you don't care who you hurt your focus you have be there is an obsession you just want to keep getting more doing more and so in saying all of that what is success if i'm if i'm bashing stuff then what really is success i believe because as i was saying with the 28 men that i interviewed and all of them they the, again the ones who were millionaires the ones who were making six figures a year the ones who had some of the biggest homes the ones who these were people who were saying what success really is, which I agree wholeheartedly, success is about you, your character, who you are as a person. Like, are you walking in your purpose? If you have a family, are you good to your family? Does your, you know, can your, your spouse brag about the person that you are? Are your children proud of you? You know, if you're spending so much time, you're always gone. Your children are growing up before, before you know it. It was like they were just born and then you look up and now they're leaving home. How much of that time did you actually spend getting to know them? Like having having children who are productive citizens 
that's successful as opposed to, you know, well, I'm always gone all the time. And again, this is not to bash anybody. I understand that everybody does not have a built-in support system. Everybody does not have babysitters. Uh, everybody is not a two a two-parent home. So if you have single parents, somebody has to go to work to support their children. I understand all of that and understand that I didn't have a built-in support system um, like like myself and my husband because we have a lot of children. So it took both of us having to work and both and all of our parents are passed away. So it's not like we just had people sitting down watching our children. It was difficult and we had to figure it out. But the point that I'm making is, it's so much stuff that I really wish that I would have known at an earlier age because I think that um, when you operate from a place of knowing, you make totally different decisions than when you didn't know, you know, like when you were at an age and stage where it was all your mindset was all about stuff. I think that you operate differently than you do once you know that it's not about stuff, right? And you also have to keep in mind that I'm a stroke survivor. And so as I was saying earlier, once you have that life or death, you know, that near death experience, um, it, it totally changes what you value, you know, because there's a point where you're like, okay, if I was to indeed go tomorrow, would I be happy with all that I have achieved in the time that I've been here? And if your answer is no, then to me, that's, that's how you define success. If after all the things you've done, all the stuff you got, if you, if you would be disappointed with what your life is saying about you, if you would be sad because there are so many things that you've still yet to experience, then maybe you're not as successful as you thought, or maybe you don't really value the things that you're putting your time to. And that, and I know we've been on here for a minute, but that really is the point to again assess your life i did this fruit of the spirit nine part series you all got access to to six of those parts if you want the other parts you actually have to subscribe to the educated and empowered uh podcasts as, as the other parts are solely for the subscribers but the point is throughout that nine part series i kept saying you know, I kept referencing the scripture in the Bible that says, let a man examine himself. And so, so many times we spend so much time uh, describing or defining success by somebody else's standards. We spend so much time saying, okay, well, Beyonce has set the standard for what success is or Jay-Z or LeBron James or Tyler Perry or whomever the person is that you look to. We say that they have defined or set the standard for success, but have they or have they just set the standard for themselves and you ended up taking on the burden of trying to duplicate something that wasn't meant for you to do? 
And so we really have to understand that the entire point of life is for you to walk in your purpose, whatever that means for you. It's not about being like somebody else, duplicating somebody else's success, because just because it's success for them does not mean that it's success for you. And you may you don't necessarily know that they think that it's success is stuff and they become addicted to stuff and so if you don't have the same values then that means that you're not going to place the same value on the things that and the stuff that you get and so again i'm gonna wrap it up um but i just really i encourage you to really think about what is success to me so if somebody said how would you define success do you really define success just by all the stuff making sure that you graduated from an ivy league college and you got the job that's making six figures and you got the biggest house and the biggest car is that how you define success and if it is and if you have that stuff are you happy every day like are you filled with joy are you sleeping well are you treating people right like are you living a life that's full of good moral character since you have the stuff or are you still up at night worrying what am i gonna do to try to keep this stuff so i just again i want for you all to really get a deeper a truer sense of what life really is about because i promise you it's so much deeper than stuff and when you talk about success as you get older because again those that's in their 20s and stuff because i remember being 20 so i never judge anybody because again i was once there i i get it like constantly chasing stuff and, and and trying to fit the role that society has assigned to you and wanting to be able to flex and floss and feel like you all this and that because of all the stuff that you got but all the while your life is just as as void as can be is empty because you haven't taken the time to really examine what is it that you need to feel successful not what your parents told you not what everybody else in the classroom is doing not what the kardashians you know you're trying to keep up with the kardashians and no what does it take for you because maybe for you Maybe you don't need six figures. Maybe all you want to do is be able to pay your rent every day. If you could pay your rent once a month without it being a problem, and you want to be able to spend time with the people that you love, so you're not spending 50, 60 hours a week at your job because you don't need all of that. You're not, you know, in debt or you're not trying to do all of these things. Like sometimes I think that we are actually more simplistic beings then we try to make it. I think we overcomplicate ourselves because we think that it's necessary. We think that if we want to be quote unquote great, then you have to do all these things. But great to whom? Great for whom? Because many times the people that you're comparing yourself against will never even see you. They will never even know that you're trying to work to be them. And the point of me saying that is that 
so they're not they're not setting this standard so that you can duplicate it they're living their lives and so the best thing for you to do is to live yours be true to yourself and sit down get a piece of paper and really think about it what does success look like to me if you've gotten married are you in a good place with your spouse? Are you spending the time with your spouse? Or are you so focused on your job and trying to keep up all of these materialistic things and statuses that you don't even spend time at home because you're too booked and busy? And by the time you get home, you're too tired. So now your spouse don't even want to be with you. So is that really that whatever that thing is that's taking you away from the vow that you made is that really successful and that's why i say we have to be so careful because we now live in a society that really promotes divorce promotes independence promotes you know uh, women saying oh i don't need no man i can do all this stuff on my own and please understand that i'm a strong feminist okay so this is not whatever i my i have an organization that's called i'm glad to be a woman so i definitively celebrate I celebrate what it means to be a woman, but I am also one who is traditional in my beliefs and believing that for me, when I say I'm a feminist, what I mean is that I feel that every woman has the right to live whatever life that she wants to live without someone telling her what she's supposed to do. No, if, if I want to be a mother, that's my right. But if I don't want to be a mother, that should also be my right. If I want to be a wife, that should be my right. Just like if I don't want to be a woman. So for me, that's what I mean when I say that I'm a feminist. I believe that women, are we are not property anymore. This is not that time. We have the right to vote. We have the right to do whatever we would like to do. But that being said... Don't let what society is saying and what society... Because society ain't going to be with you at night. Society ain't looking you in the mirror. Society don't know your heart. And if we be honest, they don't care. Society, whoever, whoever society is, does not take the time to come to know you, to know what makes you tick, to know what what the missing part is in your life they don't know they don't care and they're not shaping their rules based upon that so you have to love you enough to do that you have to value you enough to hold up your own standard and be true to yourself so rather than waiting for somebody else to tell you what standard you should have for your life Get in touch with your own self enough to know what means something to you. What are your morals and values? What are the things that in order for you to be full and whole and good, what are the things that you need present in your life? What are the things that you don't need to have at all? And I believe once you get those things or surround yourself by those people or spend your time, invest your time in doing the things that make you happy, you will then find your true definition for success. So that's it, guys. Thank you all so much. I know it's late, um, but thank you for listening. Thank you for following me. And again, if you're not already doing so, 
feel free to follow me on Wisdom, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, Clubhouse, and YouTube at my name is Tanil, and if you want to reach out to me as your coach, maybe you need a consultation, go to my website, my name is Tanil.com. That's my name is T-O-N-E-A-L.com. And again, if you connect with me on Facebook, feel free to join my educated and empowered coaching community. We have, we use Facebook as our hub, but there are also activities that we do offline. If you want to be connected to that, then feel free to uh, inbox me your email address and I can add you to my mailing list. But definitely, 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 please support my Educated and Empowered podcast, which you can find by going to anchor.fm forward slash educated and empowered it's only three dollars and 99 cents a month and so if you have been tuning in and you're listening and you enjoy what you hear then go ahead and subscribe three dollars and 99 cents is less than how much you pay for a cup of coffee at starbucks and so if this has empowered you then pour into it support invest into this podcast as it will be able to help others as well but thank you all so much for tuning in and you guys have a great rest of your night